0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X
1: studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Good Morning Cherokee. Now, here's your host. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Gary coming to you live from the Innovation Spot in Woodstock, Georgia. A shout out to our studio sponsor, specialt.net, Building Tables, Building Community, and Changing Lives. Um, Happy weekend, everybody. Welcome to my guests, Carrie and Kevin Shelton with Appalachian Overhead Door Services. Welcome to the show. Thanks
2: Thanks. for having us.
1: So tell me a little bit about your business and how you started and kind of what you do.
2: So we actually just got started last year, right during COVID in August. Um, We were kind of pushed into starting our own business just with COVID and, you know, sales being down in our other company and trying to make a little money on the side and, um, just really got thrust into it. He, Kevin lost his job. He'd been working in the garage door business for about eight years already in some very high profile businesses in the area. Um, and we just took the plunge and went not feet first, head first. Yeah, I (laughs) I know
1: that feeling.
2: So, and now here we are.
1: So uh so let me tell you where the name come from. I mean we all know the name Appalachian obviously but what made you pick that name?
2: Kevin? Yeah, I don't really, really know. what you wanted. <laughs> Just kind of <laughs> came up what with I it. wanted but it's
1: cool. You know, uh, I connects.
2: I,
0: mean, I think it connects raised. with the mountains, you know. I mean, yeah. We're kind of in the mountains in Waleska, so you
1: know kind of fit. Know? That's a good point. So the show is Good Morning Cherokee, focused around Cherokee County, obviously Waleska. I've actually been up there a couple times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Folks really need to take a look out there. It's so beautiful. So is your office in Waleska or Woodstock? Do you have an office or Um, a facility?
2: Our office is out of our home right now. Okay. And hopefully as we grow, we'll have... A, um, building and everything there that we can utilize that we have property up there. So we live on like three and a half acres. Nice. Yeah. Have a beautiful mountain view. So yeah, Appalachian fits for us.
1: Love it. Love <laughs> it. Um, so what are some of the challenges you've had starting a business during COVID? You know, a good friend of mine told me a long time ago, there's opportunity and chaos and I did the same thing. I left a corporate gig and now I'm doing my own thing with you know, just kind of figuring it out, have a business plan, but you know, what are some of the challenges you've been experiencing that you could share with other small business owners?
2: I think the first one is having capital. Um, we did not qualify for any of the government help that they require that they put out for people for Mm -hmm. small businesses or anything like that. Um, just because of COVID and how far along it had gone already. Um, our finances were already really depleted. So it was kind of one of those sink or swim situations that Mm -hmm. most small businesses actually start out of, you know, the desperation of, I have to make ends meet, but I'm done with the corporate world or working with other people and getting the shaft and never having job security. Right. Um, And knowing that it's all on us just gives you a drive to want to do better. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's scary as all get out. Of course it's, you've got to have faith to be able to start your own business there. I mean, you there's no other way, you know, are, are you going to eat next week? Are you not going to eat next week? And, yeah. and it's all on you and just relying on, on God to make it and realize that, you know, we're not going to go without, and we haven't. Um, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't been a struggle and you haven't worried. And, stayed up at night and argued and everything that goes along with it, you know, and doing it husband and wife, I think makes it a little different too. Um, But we've really, we've been together since we were really young, 16. Um, We've done everything together. So it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. A couple. um, We just celebrated 22 years of marriage and 27 years together. Wow. But it's uh, the part that we're still pretty young. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, I wish I could say that.
2: But we've always worked together on and off all through our relationship. We worked like six years together at Captain D's in, um,
1: high school,
2: in high school, right there on highway 92. Oh my gosh. Um, We met lots of people. Like I tell Kevin all the time, my mechanic, Joe, I know John's dad. He was a weekly when John was a little boy, he was a weekly, um, customer in the captain d's and now when i saw God, I was like that's that wolfman mechanics dad i was like that's that guy and uh, so it just i find it interesting and fun we know we we're really vested in the community and um we've just been here a long time you know even though i moved here from out of state we've been here a long time and we know a lot of people we have a lot of connections and it just made sense to come in here and and just be part of it and give a service to our neighbors and friends.
1: You know, I'm four, four years new to Atlanta Metro. I learned what Metro means after the first two years. And I was kind of freaked out when you're watching the news and there's, seems like there's a fire every minute, but that includes everywhere from Peachtree city to, you know, John's Creek or whatever. Mm So I'm an, I currently, I live in Cobb, but we're going to be moving into Cherokee. My office is obviously here in Cherokee. Um, I remember coming to Woodstock, 10, 12 years ago. And it was a really small town. But mm-hmm. the nice thing to hear is people still know people. And before you go to a major retailer or service provider, I think it's so important to use local business when you can. Um, Carrie, you and I and Kevin, we're all in a, a business group together called BNI. We meet here every Tuesday at seven thirty. I think that's been a tremendous sec- uh, success for you and me, um, getting business. But, um, Let's dive into the business just a little bit. Um, you're doing door services, so you and I understand what that is, but the for the average person listening, what exactly do you do?
0: We replace garage door openers, garage doors. We service the garage doors that are currently there. Um
2: <laughs> well, ma- We also will maintain them to keep yeah, them in absolutely. proper working order, um, okay. through the lifetime of the door. Okay. Um, of course we offer warranty services on everything that we do. Um, okay. we stand behind our work. Good. Um, and, and really it's residential. We don't do too much commercial at this point. Um, we just pretty much focus on the residential areas and garage doors for that.
1: So if somebody's got like a shop on their, on their land, you know, there's a lot of people with land and they have like, um, like a garage on their property and they got the chain that pulls up the door and it's got a problem. Is that something that you would repair?
0: Uh, if it's a typical roll-up door, yeah. like some kind of mini storage doors and stuff like yeah. that, no, we don't do that. It's mostly just a residential. residential doors, you know, like sectional doors that, okay have sections instead of like a sheet roll up or you know
1: something. there's there's this one thing out there and i bet you stone can relate to this too because okay so all the cars have the pre-programmed button for your garage door mm-hmm. but nobody including me knows how to figure it out you we guys do, do. It's pretty easy okay yep. <laughs> that is huge because the little clickers get lost you they don't do. know how to program them so it's a tiny little thing, but it's high value. I mean, if you went to a homeowner and installed a new garage door, number one, they don't need to go through Home Depot service. They can just call you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. Do they buy the door from you too, or you just do the install?
0: They it- can buy their own opener and we'll install that for them. Or, Perfect. Or, you know, they can purchase one through us either way.
1: So if they're not sure what they need, you can come out and coach them and ask the right questions. That's cause, correct. You know, one thing in, in my own door, one of the segments was dry rot because it was wood. Mm-hmm it took forever to get that replaced because nobody wanted to come out and then nobody wanted to paint it. So I had to paint it myself, which I don't mind, but I'm like, you know, I know it's a little job, but it's got to get done because the HOA keeps finding me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm thinking a good contact for you would be maybe what, like a realtor who's trying to help a client sell their home and their garage doors. Yes,
0: absolutely. You You know, realtors, you know, you've got... Um, maintenance, co- or I guess they're not really maintenance, I guess they're maintenance companies, right? Property like
2: management. Property,
1: property management companies, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. But, um, maybe you could ride around in a golf cart with the HOA president, I'm sure you'd find all kinds of business. <laughs> oh, I'm sure yeah. I could, yeah. Could like, <laughs> You know, put our I mean, card right there. I mean, HOAs are, you know, I'm kind of 50 50 on that. A, I don't want a purple house next to me, but I don't want to pay too much for Only HOA, Florida, but it keeps right? it nice. You know, in Florida, you see some goofy stuff, <laughs> not where I lived in Palm Beach Gardens, but uh, <laughs> no, we had, we had HOA and POA. I mean, we were paying big time, but you know, you pull up to your house and it looks nice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the average homeowner, I think has figured out what I hope has figured out what is their time worth. Right. So if I'm a stockbroker in Roswell, do I really want to come home and mess with my garage door? No. No. I want to pay an expert and it's done. That's just right. like the lawn. You, everybody's got their, their lane. As I say, we all stay in our lane. And, um, uh, I think people need to really value their time a little bit more because something that would probably take you, Kevin, 15 minutes would take me eight hours.
2: Yes. Well, and knowing That's your, correct. your level of expertise uh, nowadays, we can all Google a YouTube video on how to do something. Right. Um, whether or not you should is another question.
1: Exactly. You know,
2: there are, yes, there are some things that Kevin will even talk to you over the phone and, and fix for you and help you fix them yourself. But when it comes down, um, we replace spring systems on doors also. And that's one of the major things that will break on your door first. Yeah. Um, springs can be extremely dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. They can uncoil back on oh. you in winding. And we've seen people where they've smacked them in the face and almost lost their eye. Wow. So you you have to have an understanding. And there's also a lot of math that goes behind the weight of the door, the angle of the door, and how it opens, and the track that it's on. So, um, just throwing a spring up there because the internet said that that's the one it takes Sometimes isn't you'll put the always wrong spring on the door, exactly. and the door will
0: be out of balance. And then there's all kind of issues that that could cause so, as well. Knowing
2: so. your expertise level and whether or not you know skilled labor is not cheap, and cheap labor is not skilled, and that's a very Great true point. thing in in our business. You know, a lot of times you'll get a homeowner that says, well, I did this, this and this, but I still have a problem Or my, my motor broke. And you look at what they did and you say, yeah, your motor broke because you made your door too heavy and it made it work too hard. And right. Blah. So it's, it, it all works together and you have to have an understanding. He didn't go through training for nothing, right? you know? So,
1: so when COVID hit, um, Kevin, it obviously affected the company you were working at because mm-hmm. you were downsized, right? Is that what Like, did they cut back or on the volume and you said, I'm going to do my own thing?
0: Yeah. Kind of sort of, it, it just made more sense to me to just try to start our own business anyway. Cause I was tired of just working for everybody else.
1: Of course. You know,
0: I I need to benefit at some point from my own experience, you know what I right. mean? And that's kind of the reason we kind of wanted to start it. There were some other things involved too, but you know, that, that I think is the main reason.
1: Yeah. I would agree. You know, I, I worked for corporate America for 18 years and, after so long, I, I finally realized that my wife worked for the same company that we were simply a number on a spreadsheet. And that's okay. It's just business. It's business. Yeah. But when you're staring at your, your children and they need to eat, mm-hmm. I'd rather be in control. So I applaud you for taking the leap. Um, it's scary, but I think it we're all going to come out of it. It's you know, scary. <laughs> you know, heaven knows while you're waiting for billing to come in, you're at uh, Publix or, or um Walmart buying, you're like, okay, what's the budget? But just know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. The more people that know what you do, the better, right? Absolutely. So it's
2: scary a, to get busy, too,
1: though. You're like, you know, Ooh, that's a great This is overwhelming. Hand- yeah, how am I going to handle all this? There's been, you know, I think it was a movie or a commercial where. They went online and then it was like, ding, 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 order, order, order. So I I know what you mean. It's like, if you had 50 work orders, like, well, let me ask you, do you have any employees yet? Or is it just the two of you?
2: Just the two of us. So you only have so much bandwidth.
1: Well, you know, I forgot to mention, we got Bo in the studio. Bo's working the the electronics there with Stone, the producer, and he's doing a great job. So thank you, Bo. And (laughs) Bo has brothers and sisters too. So they're depending on mom and dad to stay busy. So maybe Bo can run the studio while you guys are doing doors.
0: There you yeah. go. <laughs> we, we do have an older son that kind of helps us some, but you know, that's uh
2: Yeah, hopefully it'll be something we can leave to them someday. Yeah, that's
0: that's kind of the goal.
1: You know, we we were talking a little bit um outside the studio before we did sound check, and I was sharing with with Carrie and Kevin that my son Max doesn't like to get his hands dirty. And for a guy that loves to get his hands dirty, it's painful to hear. <laughs> and I even told Max, you know, Max is uh 10, so he's just a year younger than you, Bo. And I said, why don't you go on this install with us to Charlotte this week? And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to be on YouTube. And I'm like, no, you're coming to Charlotte.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can
1: bring your laptop. But, you know, there's no Wi-Fi. He didn't know that yet. Uh-oh. So, oh, no. Know, if he's heaven forbid. To
0: this, if he's listening to this, he might. Yeah. Well, you know what? He actually
1: has a link. So, sorry, Max, no Wi-Fi, but you're still going to Charlotte. You know, we're trying to leave yeah. it for our children we're trying to do the best we can. So, um, what about, uh, you know, I'm going to ask questions as if I'm the consumer. If you're buying a new house, it comes with the garage door, obviously. So is there is there a way for the consumer to engage with you when they're buying a new house for a door? Does that make any sense? If I'm buying a new door, it comes or a house it comes with the garage door. Can I upgrade and say, hey, I'm going to have Appalachian do it?
0: You would probably have to talk to your GC, GC or you know the whoever you're doing the construction through.
1: Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of homeowners replacing their doors, trying to sell their properties? I mean, the real estate market is red hot. Yes. But people are very picky, as they should be, mm-hmm. and that house better be perfect. Yeah. So,
2: well, right now, you know, there's a lot of existing neighborhoods in Cherokee County that have homes for sale, um, the Town Lake area, so on and so forth, that are, you know, 10, 15, 20 years old in, their, in the development. And they were all thrown together and they all look the same. Yeah. They all have the same garage doors because that's what the builder grade was. Right. And they're old now. The springs are probably worn out. Uh-huh. Um, and the biggest thing is making your house stand out. You know, I mean, if you if there's five people selling because the market's so hot right now, you want your home to stand out and say, oh, look at this one. And the biggest thing you can do is what everybody uses as their front door for real is that garage door. It can make the house look completely different. It can attract, you know, buyers to your home before they look at others because it just it makes it look more expensive, Honestly, you know, it's an upgrade. You can add windows. There's just so much that you can do to change the appearance of the house to make it look more modern, you know, and um, just really dress it up. So we we've come in and we even have one of our B&I people that we did that for and their house sold in the weekend. It wasn't even on the market past Sunday. You're right.
1: I use my garage door. I rarely go to the front door. It's always the garage. It is. It's just it's great to
2: have a beautiful front door. But right now, um, nobody goes in through their front doors. So Yeah,
1: I finally learned here in Atlanta what a keeping room is. I'm like, what do I need a keeping room for? Just put stuff. Formal dining. We're not that formal. So it sits empty. I mean the dog enjoys it more, but you know, uh the other thing I was gonna ask you is I know with my door it works, but it's loud compared to my, my buddy Patrick's. I go to his house and that thing's like a whisper. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? The springs are bad. Why why would it be loud? It could mean
0: any number of things. Yeah, the springs are going to affect the way the motor sounds just because if it gets heavier over time And okay. those springs are wearing, just, the door just getting heavier and heavier. So, you know, it's something that you need to maintain and have looked at at least once a year. Or so, yeah. So, I mean, yes, lubricants will help and those kind of things, but lubricants don't solve all the problems. A lot of people think that's going to solve a problem, but it doesn't. It just makes a big mess. And, well, plus, um, like
1: in the in my case, the, the one segment, it, it's made of wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's made of wood, and it had some dry rot, so chances are rain got in it, so now it mm-hmm. becomes heavier, so the motor's got to work harder. Yeah, right?
0: and, and here in Georgia, uh, at the time, you know, when they were building houses back in the 80s and 90s and stuff, you know, some of that's, the wood doors were about all that was available, you huh. know, and now it's just Georgia is not a good place to have a wood door. <laughs> just because right. of all the moisture and all those kind of right. things it does create wood rot over time yes you can replace sections like and stuff like that but it's getting harder to find those wood sections mm-hmm. just because they're not as mass produced as they used to be mm-hmm. because they are moved on to metal doors you know right.
1: so um and the metal doors are probably getting a little bit better cuz one would think they're tinny and noisy but the quality's probably gotten better
0: the quality just keeps getting better but i mean you know with steel and stuff like that it's not going to rot you know, yeah. most of them gonna come with a lifetime warranty on like the panels and stuff like that against, you know, rot. I mean, rust and those kind of things. But, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, metal door is the way to go. Hm.
1: And cost wise, probably. Well, you know, the your
2: noise issue too. I'll just tell you too. Um, a lot of times I can be your motor.
1: It could be okay.
2: Yeah, um, there's difference between belt drives and chain drives, and noise and everything like that. There's a lot of whisper quiet's out there now, but also rollers. That is a huge thing. Your car, your door goes up and down on it every time you open and close it, and Supports those can the wear out. That's
0: in the up position.
2: Mm-hmm. So, and there are metal rollers. There are. Um,
0: plastic, nylon rollers. And, There's and
2: one. so you can change out rollers and change the whole sound of your door. Who really? would ever,
1: I wouldn't even think, you know, I'd be like, oh, oh, I need a new garage door, but maybe you don't need to go that far. And that's the benefit mm-hmm. of dealing with a local business. They're going to give it to you straight and tell you exactly what the problem is and right. how to solve it, which is good. So, um, you know, unfortunately last night, uh, once again in Alabama, these storms decimated also parts of, uh, Coweta. I know Noonan got hit last yeah. night. Um, when I moved here uh, to Cobb, Cherokee, um, I was meeting with a gentleman and he pointed out a tree that um, was decimated in his backyard because of a tornado. And I'm like, You guys have tornadoes? He goes, Oh, yeah, they touched down, which is kind of scary. And then I heard the alarm go off once a month oh, it in the county. It sounds like a nuclear bomb is coming away. So it's a little scary. Um, but where I'm going with this is when the storms come and we do get a lot of bad weather if something were to come through a garage door, okay, now everything's exposed or is the fire department or somebody going to call you, somebody like you to, to board it up or to protect it, or you're just going to go out and replace it.
2: Yeah. We don't, we don't get called by, um, like insurance companies very often. It's going to be your general contractor that comes out that they send and, you know, and kind of takes a general idea of the damage and then they may subcontract us out to take okay. care of it from there. Okay. So, but yeah, we'd be willing Cool to come out and take care of, of anything that happens. So. There's a
1: product. I'm sure it exists somewhere in Atlanta. I know we had it in South Florida cause the mosquitoes, but it would go, you open your door and then you have like a screen door. Mm-hmm. Have you, are you guys doing that?
2: We are actually going to go for training for that product Yay. in the next month or so. That and is huge. So, um, yes. We will be starting to offer that within the next couple months.
1: Everybody and their mother should have that. I mean, we all hang out in a garage, we're out playing ball or throwing the sack or barbecuing or whatever, but Mm -hmm. then you can have that. That is so cool.
2: And it's not really a Southern thing. This is a very new thing and it's becoming really popular in the Atlanta metro area just because we have so many people that have come from up North and even out West where they really utilize their garages as, as, um, just a, a hangout place. Right. And also, yeah. and like a front porch in the South, you know, the, everybody sits on yes. their front porch on the South yeah. and they wave at their neighbors uh-huh. and they talk, but up North and in and out West, it's a, mil- that, that's your garage. Yeah. Your garage is that front porch where you say, Hey neighbor, and yeah. wave as they drive by. So yeah, screening those in is definitely something that we're getting into and you can expect to see us advertising for that in the near future.
1: Is the, um, I
0: think there's more Skeeters and bugs and stuff like that in Georgia.
1: Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> does it um does it have a name? Like what product line is it? I remember Phantom was one down in Florida, I remember. I know more than one people more than yeah. one company makes them now, but so are you gonna be selling the product and installing yes, it? So they can we will for be. everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it's Yeah, it's if, still
2: on in the works right now. Okay. And like I said, we're gonna be going for training. We have some people down south in Brunswick area that will be um so what's the name?
0: Of what? Guido's That's green company. Product. Oh, G- Golden Isles Garage. Golden doors. Isles Garage, Golden our Isles friend. Isles Garage. So he
2: actually already does this down in the brunswick Savannah area. Fantastic. So he will be um, we'll be going to him and learning all about it. So definitely in the works.
1: That's going to be a huge revenue generator for you. I mean, I just love that stuff. I mean, when college ball is going on, me and the kids usually are so out So you're going to get one
2: when you get your new house up here.
1: Oh, yeah, done. <laughs> Done. I'm going to make the seller pay for do the it.
2: referral now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Log it on the phone. I mean, I, you, you got to have it. You got to have it. So, you know, I'm trying to think. So if you guys have larger jobs, obviously, you know, you, do you have plans? What's your growth plan? you going to be hiring more people. What do you see in the future? What's the plan Not until
0: after all our kids are working? Yeah. yeah. Ultimately <laughs> we would like to bring
2: our oldest son in on sure. this first. So he would definitely be, and it would be amazing if that could be by the end of this year. Um, we right now can accommodate more work, um, just with Kevin. Okay. So, um, and then of course I am his helper if need be, and the other kids can come too. Nice. but, um, for full time, we would love to bring our oldest son first and then, um, and where our goal is to really incorporate family, Yep. And we have
0: a lot a, of family,
2: a huge family. So good. we have a lot of, you know, cousins, nieces, nephews that we would love to bring in and, and take care of and give a good living wage and give them something that they, you know, ultimately it would be cool to franchise out for family and, yeah. and just make it our own and big, whatever, whatever God allows to happen.
1: Absolutely.
2: Ultimately. That's so ultimately. in terms
1: of uh, like marketing, do you, what, how you guys getting the market? How are, how are people getting to find you?
2: So we're on um, Google My Business. We're on Facebook. Um, we've also got a very small web page. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we there's been no overhead for for starting our business. So it's been a slow go. Um, most of our business comes from word of mouth, and then we joined the BNI group. So we've gotten some referrals from that. But um, honestly, it's been people that we've worked with since he started this, we've we're very, we used to go to First Baptist Woodstock, so we have we just have a huge community of people that know us already and we've lived here for so long yep. that um, we both went to the local high schools here. Um, it's really just been, we have helped our friends throughout the years mm-hmm. when he would do it on the side for him and help him out. So it has just been growing by word of mouth and just getting out there. Um, we got some referrals up in the Lake Arrowhead area, you know, because that is close to where we live, but, you know, they're... Impressed with the service, and they're referring us out. So,
1: and you'll do all of Atlanta Metro if the project's in the city, or what's your territory? Or- we
2: we prefer to say north of Atlanta. Yeah. You know, we um, just the stress of it all, and um, we can Too accommodate.
1: Much <laughs> yeah, we can <laughs> they accommodate. Need have to charge yeah. mileage.
2: We we accommodate more customers just because he's not running the road all day. And yeah. if you're going to be your own boss, why do you want to sit in the traffic all day?
1: Right, and so- plus, there's probably some competitors. What do they say in the perimeter? You yes. know, because that's at the core and that's good, but not all business is good business. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat with that. So, well, that's terrific. I'm so glad that you guys made the time to come to the studio and tell us about your business. Um, why don't you let the folks know how to get a hold of you? A phone number, email, etc. All
2: right. So it's Appalachian do- Overhead Door Services Incorporated. Our um, what is it? Our webpage is appalachian com, and we're also on Facebook at Appalachian Overhead Door Services Incorporated.
1: And what about a phone number?
2: 770-374-7962. And you'll get Kevin for that, and it's uh, 770-334-1432 if you'd like to talk to me.
1: So you folks heard it. If you have a garage door that needs repair or you need new or you need to sell your house, that's an easy way to do it call the fine folks at appalachian overhead door services thank you carrie and kevin for being on the show bo you did a great job thanks for inviting us everybody have a great weekend and i'll see you next friday
2: thanks carrie